Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. For those of you who know my husband, Bud, you know that he is very blunt. He's very forward, very straightforward, I should say. He's very honest, and he will tell it like it is. What he thinks, what he feels, there's no doubting because it's always in his face and in his words. So the other day, he was overviewing the past uh, 500 podcasts that I have done. And he said, you know, you need to get a better title. I said, what? He said, well, the quality and what you say is great, but but some of the titles just seem boring. He said, probably for January, you were going to do New Year, New You, or Out With The Old, In With The New. And I said, yeah, I like those. And he said, well, you need something catchy. I said, okay, then you give me a title for what you think I should write about. And he thought for a minute and he said, dinosaur eggs. And then he started laughing, thinking, yeah, you couldn't write anything on that. And I said, yes, I could. In speech class, I used to have my students give me a topic or a title or something that they thought I could not compose a speech within two minutes. I had to come up with not only the title, the introduction and conclusion, but three points and supporting points in two minutes. And I could do it on any subject. And somebody said, yeah, what do you know about nuclear fission? And I said, well, nothing. So my subject is nuclear fission. I start out by saying, I know absolutely nothing about nuclear fission. And then I base it on that. And they challenged me and I did it. So today, my challenge topic from Bud is dinosaur eggs. The only thing I really know is that my nephew, when he was little, Mitchell loved dinosaurs. He could tell you every dinosaur, every species, everything that had the quirks and whether they were meat eaters or veggies or whatever it was. I don't know what that all was about. But I remember he illustrated a little booklet that he wrote, I think when he was six, seven years old. And it was so cute. And he colored the pictures and he hand wrote all of the things about it. And I remember this giant dinosaur egg. And one day we were driving, I think it was just a little family side trip out in you know, the country. And the fields out there had these huge rolled balls of hay. You've seen that. And he said, look, dinosaur eggs. And we all laughed, of course. And he even thought it was funny because he knew it really wasn't. But dinosaur eggs? I just Googled for fun to see if all dinosaurs laid eggs. And it said they did. And as a matter of fact, when you think of other reptiles, which I guess a dinosaur was, they have eggs. The only eggs that we see around here living on the lake down in central Florida, we see eagle eggs, we see turtle eggs, we see a lot of birds that lay eggs. We have a beautiful cypress tree right out in our backyard overlooking the lake that has eggs always. It just seems like some bird is always using, borrowing the nest that has been so intricately built by a great blue heron 
years ago. We actually watched him build it when we first moved here, and it's been there ever since. So we get to have the joy of seeing some of the birds that have borrowed this nest. We had owls that laid eggs. We saw squirrels trying to get in there and use it, but they were too afraid of being eaten by the big birds. So in a long story, and I think I could have done it a lot better, but for a short devotional The symbol of eggs, of course, is a new beginning. And there's been a lot of symbolic writing about the shell and how it protects. And then when it is opened, it's time for the little birds to come out. And the mama will sometimes peck a little bit to help them come out or let them use their wings that need to be developed enough to break open the shells. And as these little birds are getting new life, we couldn't believe that sometimes the mama, or maybe it was the daddy, that when they thought they were ready to fly would push them out of the nest. And before they hit the water, we never saw one sink We always saw them either either be swooped up by one of the parents or they did fly. Their little wings were now strong enough for them to just take off and they would then go back to the nest and they would try it again the next day and the next day. And pretty soon those little birds were all over the whole lake area, all the way down to the next dam on one side and down to the, probably all the way to the little city where we live. We never saw them that far. But isn't it amazing that when we think of creation and eggs and extinct dinosaur eggs, of all of the eggs that would be extinct, wouldn't you think a dinosaur could fend for himself? How they went extinct, I don't know. Maybe you've read up more than that. But the point of this particular podcast is to think that we always have a new life. There's always new life in the cycle of life. And the older we get and the more we look at the stuff we're getting rid of, we think, why did we keep this? Why did we keep all of these old pictures? I have essay books and memorabilia from students that I taught back in the late 70s that some I've kept in touch with, and I probably will give them to them just so they can have a good laugh. But the best part is, is that it reconnects us with others, and we get to share our new beginnings and why we are so joyous and want them to have new beginnings as well. And Jesus said, lest ye be born again, you cannot inherit the kingdom. And also, we know that 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Behold, in him you are new creations, you are new creatures. You get a brand new start, a reset in life, and I don't know anybody that couldn't use that at some time or another. I know I needed it most of all when I was just coming out of my teens and into my 20s, and I thank God that he gave me new life and a brand new beginning. God, I pray right now for the one listening that doesn't even seem like they have a purpose. In their own minds, they feel like I don't even know why I'm alive. Why am I even listening to this? My friend, if you're listening to this, it's because God has created a link for you to seek him, to search what he has planned for you for this new year. We're calling it Jesus More in 24. And if you would be able to step out in faith and trust 
that God so loved the world he sent his only begotten son, then you too can not only have new life, but eternal life and abundant life while you're here. And that's my prayer for you, my friend, is that you would do that and seek God. Just say, as I did, if you're really real, come on, show me. I'm going to step out in faith, and I'm going to believe that you loved me enough to send your son, Jesus, if I even believe that, to die for me. That's what I did. And he not only proved it, he has shown me year after year after year. It gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. And my friend, I pray that for you for 2024 and for all of eternity. You may not ever see dinosaurs in heaven. I don't know. Maybe there are. We may not ever see them resurrected and non-extinct again, but maybe they could. But there's one thing for sure. You can have new life, everlasting life, and life abundantly in this year and forever. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.